1017, Michael and Maddie. Today is Thursday morning, January 25th, 2024. This girl is on fire. Alicia Keys. That girl's still on fire at 44 years old today. The president of Ukraine, Volodymyr Zelensky, 45 years old. Sears announcing that they would no longer publish their famous Sears catalog 31 years ago today. Maintaining that he was innocent, Michael Jackson settling a lawsuit against him 30 years ago, reportedly paying $22 million to an accuser's trust fund and both of his parents. 20 years ago, NASA's rover zipped its first pics of Mars all the way back here to Earth, showing a smooth, dark red surface. And James Cameron broke his own record 15 years ago today when his Avatar movie beat out his Titanic movie as the world's highest-grossing film. It is now rounding home on $3 billion after 15 years. And if you think that's good, the new... We'll see some showers early this morning and then some clouds by the afternoon and some areas of patchy fog out there this morning. Bring in your taste of Hollywood right here to the South Coast. And we are here for it. We're spilling the tea with Maddie's Entertainment Update on Fun 107. Jon Stewart headed back to The Daily Show. The comedian, who during his 16-year run as host of the Comedy Central program, established it as an entertainment and cultural force, will return to host the show each week on Mondays starting February 12th. It looks like he, uh, who returns as the 2024 presidential election season heats up. Why would he want to be back for that? Exactly. He will also execute, executive produce the show and work with a rotating lineup of comedians who will helm the program the rest of the week, Tuesdays through Thursdays. So the chief executive of Showtime and MTV, Chris McCarthy, said Stewart is the voice of our generation and we are honored to have him return to Comedy Central's The Daily Show to help us all make sense of the insanity and division rolling the country um, as we enter the election season. Uh, I, they must be giving him so much money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, the fact that he's returning, I'm like, oh, they are giving him so much money. What a sweet, plush gig, man. Yeah. Maybe someday, like 10, 15 years from now, I'll be able to say, you know what? I'm just working Monday mornings. That's it. Is it mornings or nights? No, but me. I'm saying oh, me. Oh, I see, I see. Imagine only being, having to work one day a week. Oof. like instead Imagine of re- being that like much of a staple that, yeah, you can get away with just Mondays. I would love that. Now, why That's Mondays? my career goal. Oh, I don't know. I'll take Fridays, too. Well, whatever no, you want. I'm wondering, do they usually have, like, do they usually air things on Sundays or, like, Monday nights? Is that why? No, with, he's like, talking the pre- about himself. No, I know, but for the presidential election, I'm talking Jon Stewart. Yeah. Why Mondays? I don't think there's any particular I was reason. wondering if, like, they were, like, they do certain presidential stuff. No, I, I just think it's probably... Start of the week or whatever. Right. I mean, because there's not a ton of news on a Saturday and a Sunday, so it builds up, and then so Monday can be like the big news dump. Because, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, Stewart gained acclaim hosting the Daily Show for his sharp humor, which was deployed to deliver stinging and hilarious monologues. I mean, he just—he was like the first comedian that I ever watched where I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you just said that." Also, I think he actually had an impact. Like, yeah. I think he actually influenced policy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because he was 
that good. Yeah. I mean, like, he walked so, like, others could run, basically. Yeah. I have a I have one in mind, and I can't think of his name right now. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it's really cool to see him come back. And I think it's going to attract a lot of attention. So, welcome back, Jon Stewart. So, there's this guy named John Gilnett. He's a 30-year-old barber in New Bedford. And he recently had his five seconds of fame... Thanks to an MTV producer who reached out to him. And after connecting with MTV, he decided that he was going to pass along this viral video of his for the show Ridiculousness. I used to watch Ridiculousness all the time. Same. This is the one with Rob Deerdeck, And they it's basically the millennial version of America's Funniest Home Videos. Like, it's, it's just... People hurting themselves and doing silly things and all that good stuff. Good old American trash. <laughs> John Gilmet is a local barber and he loves playing pranks on his friends. And recently, William Mascarenhas, uh, better known as Ill Will, uh, he's a local boxer here. He decided he was going to prank Ill Will and he kept his cameras hidden while he decided to just give him a little kiss on the forehead. Kiss spray. So this is him lining him up in the chair. As he closes his eyes. And he just plants a little kiss on his forehead. Brave he was man. not happy about it either. I mean, you he know, not happy. Will, right? He, the guy can punch. So funny. Uh, his most successful prank video featured a straight blade pretending to cut a line through a client's eyebrow. Uh, <laughs> and that has 14 million views. Wow. Yeah. So I'm surprised they, they didn't want that one, which is interesting. Maybe that's the follow-up or something. I guess. But did we have him talking about the prank against Ill Will? He's always looking around to see if I have camera anywhere. But that day I set it up the way that he won't know. So I basically had him on a chair while I'm lining him up and uh and I just kind of kissed him in the forehead. His reaction was priceless. He, the way that he got up and it was like, yo, like bro, what, what, like what are you what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Too good. I would not be okay with that. A little kiss on the forehead. What it is was, the name of the barbershop? What is it called? You know? It is called uh Ink the Barbershop on County Street oh, in New Bedford. Yeah, I know where that is. Yeah, behind Romina's hair salon. How about that? That's funny. Yeah, so we don't really know when the episode's going to air just yet, so just keep an eye out because that's going to be a really funny moment. That's going to be a good one. Poor Taylor Swift. Her alleged stalker has been arrested for a third time since Saturday. So people. I was going to say, this is not counting what we talked about the other day. No. A whole new... Since Saturday, this man has been at her place three times. Three oh, times. That's Come a problem. On, man. He's a Seattle man named David Crow, and he was put back in handcuffs yesterday after he was seen dumpster diving across the street. <laughs> the person that call, uh, basically sounded the alarm said, I saw him digging through this dumpster, taking out blankets, and then he just went and sat down on the loading dock a few doors down from her apartment. Gross. Crow reportedly returned to Swift's home immediately after a Manhattan judge let him go on supervised release at his arraignment, during which he was charged with stalking and harassment. So basically, he was charged with stalking and harassment, and then he was like, oh, I got to go tell Taylor. And like, oh, you know, like, oh, I got to go tell her. And like, went to, literally just went to her house again. Um, Do you think she going to have to move like to a different well, New York place? That would be so messed up. Um they're calling him emotionally disturbed, but he's coherent and like just he communicates very well. He's just 
completely and totally fixated on her. So it's very weird. Uh, he was last taken into custody on Monday and then obviously put back in handcuffs yesterday. I mean, at what point do you arrest him? You know, like, why are they just letting him, him go yeah. every time? Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's like Taylor's life could be in danger and they're just like, don't do it again. Slapping the wrist. Hey, we said don't do it again. Hey, come on, man. But here's the craziest part. He has been around her residence 30 times in the last two months. Come on. According to law enforcement. How do they know that? He's been reported 30 times. Wow. And they're, they're probably surveying him now. Yeah. Like, sure. you know, like they're probably watching him. Like, 30 times and you're not going to arrest this guy? Can't they put like an ankle bracelet on him so they track him, know where he's going to be going? That's probably the best he's solution. Right, let him go. Yeah. He's got rights. Yeah, I understand that. So if you want to let him live in this free world. I think world, we just got to let Travis Kelsey know what's going yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> just more, get him involved. More entertainment news on the Fun 107. At Fun 107, Michael and Maddie. And coming up this morning at 8 o'clock, you JT fans, get excited. He's got a Ooh, brand new song. I can't wait. I heard it yesterday. And it is, it's about a guy who gets jelly belly. <laughs> Because his his girl's too pretty. Oh, wait. Sounds insecure to me. Wait, say that again? He gets jealous. Okay. It's almost kind of like, it reminds me a little bit of the uh, the Nick Jonas song, Jealous. Yeah. He gets jealous because his girl is is too pretty. The way you're saying it, though, makes it sound like Justin is jealous of how pretty she is. Oh, like he wants to be prettier than her? Yeah. No. He, okay, that's the attention like, that she gets, the attention saying? she gets when they go out and I stuff gotcha, like that. I gotcha, I gotcha. It's called Selfish, and we're going to world premiere it coming up right after 8 o'clock this morning on Fun 107. So I had a, a fun little night last night. I was at uh, the Amica Mutual Pavilion, a.k.a. The Dunk. Uh, And uh, Rough and Rowdy is in town, guys. So Barstool Sports has this um, rather hilarious boxing promotion called Rough and Rowdy. And it's a lot of just average Joes squash and beef in the ring. But they also have legitimate boxers as well. So I was like, oh, I mean, Dave Portnoy, Barstool Sports is in Rhode Island. I got to go check it out. Was he there? He wasn't there. He'll be there to, He'll be there tonight. The show is tonight. Um, but last night was the ceremonial weigh-ins and all that good stuff. And when I tell you, this was the most entertaining weigh-ins I have ever been to in my life. You've been to a lot of weigh-ins. I have been to so many weigh-ins. I have been to so many ceremonial weigh-ins where they do interviews and all that stuff. This was the... F- I had so much fun. It was so fun, so entertaining. Was it like and ratchet? So ratchet and <laughs> yeah. so ridiculous, and but just ridiculously awesome. And the cool part about Rough and Rowdy is they have, you know, the average Joes, but they also have legit boxers. Um, but I, I was really focused on how many South Coasters are on this card. There's a good amount no of way. South Coast peeps on this card. So people from the South Coast um, are fighting tonight at the dunk? Uh, yeah, I'm really excited. Wow. So um, I'm trying to find the rest. There's a couple here. Um, you know, one socket's on the card. The bearded Tarzan from Wareham. Yeah, man. Coming in at 205, 61, 29. Never fought a day in his life. That is um, awesome. Fathead from Somerset, yeah, weighing yeah. in at 265, has never fought before. Uh, let's see. 
a bunch of Pawtuckets. Um, but there is one where it's like South Coast versus South Coast. The flying Hawaiian from Seekonk takes on Wilkie from New Bedford. Both weighing in at 370 Big pounds. Big boys. Yes. Uh, so they got on the mic last night. Here's what Wilkie had to say about his training. I'm feeling good. I'm ready to go. I know it doesn't look like it, but I do hit the gym. <laughs> I hit the heavy bag. But I'm good to go. I'm ready. Good. I sit on the all day. But, you know, we'll get in the ring. We'll get it done. So he's actually fought once before. Uh, he's 1-0. His opponent is 0-0. And uh, <laughs> this is the heaviest fight on the card. I mean, yeah, 370 pounds. I wonder where Wilkie works out. I don't know if he does. Get out, you know? I work out with him. Stop You it. work out with him. I Listen, I'm my mother. I work out with this guy. Really? I can't keep up with his regimen. He does a lot of legs. This guy is solid. I didn't realize he was 370, but he makes me look like a little guy. That's too funny. I'm telling you, he's a big boy. He can probably absorb a lot of... You know, a lot of punches. He can take it. Well, we've all seen Kung Fu Panda, right? <laughs> you punch him in the stomach and it goes... <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited. So, so are you were, going tonight? I'm going... I, I'm going to try, you know, like, I'm 30 going on 70. Yeah. It's going to be a late night. It's a school we night. Got it's a school night. I'm going to go. It's going to be fun. It's going to be cool. I They gave me ringside seats, so, I mean, I kind of have to go, you know? Oh, man. I'm going to get a front row seat to Wilkie. Well, especially with all the South Coast people fighting. Oh, yeah. I, I, I have fact, to get video. The fact that they've never fought before. I know. it. it makes, we, so the cool part about Rough and Rowdy is a typical boxing match, they're usually either two-minute or three-minute rounds. So you have some time to, like, feel it out, take your time. I mean, a typical boxing fight, you can go 10, 12 rounds. This is three one-minute rounds. They're going to be, I'll tell you, they're probably going to be exhausted after that. Well, you would think, but one minute, I mean. One minute's fast. Three one-minute rounds. That's nothing. I mean, I but shouldn't say that. I they've never fought before. I know, I know. And so basically, what it creates is just chaos because you have to go. You have to go do you something. You have to step on the gas <laughs> yeah. for a minute, and it's just fists are flying like it, it's gonna be great there's a fight uh a person is seven feet tall going up against somebody that's Dude. like six five oh, yeah man. it's it's wild so if if wilkie or the flying hawaiian is listening to the show this morning maddie who's been in many fights in yeah. the ring what advice would you <laughs> give to them well see that's tough see i, I would have said pace yourself but you can't with one minute right <laughs> So Chaos. I think just, you know, let the fists fly, boys. Just let them fly, and hopefully you're the first one to land because... Do you go for a knockout? A thousand percent. Yeah. Boys that big? Hell yeah. Wow. It's going to take one It's gonna take one solid punch to knock somebody out because imagine 375 pounds coming at your face. Oh, man. No thanks. <laughs> no thank you. So what is it called? The what? called Rough and Rowdy, Barstool Sports Rough and Rowdy. It's at the Amp tonight. Tickets are available still if you want to head over to Providence tonight and really be entertained. There's a ring, gr ring card girl contest. So if you're into that sort of thing, uh, Dave Portnoy is going to be in the building. That, that's my know? kind of thing. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm gonna, I want to have pizza with Dave Portnoy. Yeah. Right? I'm wondering. what He's got to be going somewhere today. Like, where do you think he's, he's going to go? He's going to Federal Hill. Who's got the best pizza? He's always, he always goes there, though. He needs to find somewhere new. Hmm. So maybe where should Dave Portnoy go? He should come to some place over here. He should. Yeah, he won't, though, because of that bridge. Washington <laughs> Bridge. <laughs> the bridge ruins everything. Hey, baby.
Fun 107, Michael and Maddie. And coming up, we have a, a, a uh, season D with Alianza coming up. We do. Uh, tomorrow at 9. Tomorrow at 9 o'clock. Sweet. Alianza. So if you are a fan of Portuguese food, which we know there are a couple of people <laughs> yeah. like that. I got to say, I think my favorite thing from her is probably the mustard steak. And then the second fa- favorite, she does have a really good creamy Mozambique. You like, know, guys, I've never had the creamy Mozambique uh, in Alianza. I think you would like it. I think I really, really do. And you can get like, you know, shrimp or chicken, but. No, Susie's got it going on down there, that's for sure. My favorite thing from them is the uh, baked stuffed shrimp, believe it or not. The, mm. the stuffing oh, they yeah. use is like, You can't oof. go wrong with baked stuffed shrimp. And it's spicy. Mm. I like it a little spicy. And one more thing I'm going to say about Susie, she's really good at bringing, like, the authentic Portuguese yes. foods. Like, I, I remember we all went out w- once and that rabbit stew. Oh, God, is that my favorite? You can't find that these days, but, you know... Susie, she knows what she's doing. If you like that, uh, tomorrow morning, 9 o'clock, SeizeTheDeal.com, $50 gift cards for $25 while they last. It is 6.51. Phil Devitt standing by in the Chardo Tavern newsroom. The Bristol County District Attorney has been ordered to turn over records of its investigation into an alleged romantic relationship between a former New Bedford District Court judge and a DA's office prosecutor. The New Bedford Light reports the alleged affair between Douglas Darnbro and the prosecutor could jeopardize more than 100 convictions. Fall River police have issued a warrant for the arrest of a suspect in a 2023 murder. 26-year-old Tejon Saxon is wanted in the shooting death of Diamante Odom. Four people have been indicted in connection with Odom's death. Saxon is wanted on other warrants, including accessory after the fact for murder, drug, and weapons charges. A cash reward is being offered for information that leads to Saxon's arrest. Governor Moore Healy has submitted her state budget proposal for the 2025 fiscal year to the legislature. Healy says the $58 billion package keeps essential state services operating and responds directly to the most urgent challenges. She says the budget fully funds the next phase of the historic tax cuts for all state residents and includes extra money for transportation. Haley's proposal also includes free school lunches statewide and no-cost community college for all residents over age 25. It's clear Donald Trump will be the Republican nominee for president. That's what President Biden said in a statement following Trump's New Hampshire primary win over Nikki Haley. The president warned that democracy and personal freedoms are all at stake in the upcoming election. Biden also scored a decisive win in New Hampshire as a write-in candidate, blowing past two long-shot challengers whose names were on the ballot. Despite Trump's status as Republican frontrunner, Haley has yet to drop out of the race and has her sights set on winning her home state of South Carolina next month. And scientists say they've discovered the world's largest deep-sea coral reef off the East Coast. The 6.4 million acre reef system roughly extends from Miami to Charleston, South Carolina. Scientists have reportedly known since the 1960s that there were mounds of coral off the East Coast, but the reef size was unknown until new technology allowed researchers to create 3D images of the ocean floor. In sports, the Boston Bruins lost to the Carolina Hurricanes 3-2. Tonight, they're away to play the Ottawa Senators at 7. And the Boston Celtics are in Miami to play the Heat tonight at 7.30. Traffic and weather next. From the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. So I think everybody pretty much understands how important it is to have your home insured. But I think sometimes if you're a small business owner, and look, I am one. I'm a small business owner. Uh, I've got my, my little wedding DJ business. And... Honestly, you know, I think when you've got a small business like that, sometimes you don't really think through what if the unthinkable happens? What if I've got my little small business, let's say you have a store and something happens and, you know, God forbid it catches on fire and you lose your inventory. What are you going to do? 
Are you going to pack it up? That's the end of your business? No way. So Paul and Dixon Insurance can help you get through tragedies like that. Paul and Dixon Insurance, and they've been doing it since 1852. So they really, they've got a ton of experience. I mean, think about how the world has changed since 1852, but Paul and Dixon has been there changing with the times and changing with the trends to uh, help get all of those small businesses through rough times. So look, if you uh, own a small business, it's definitely time to talk to Paul and Dixon Insurance. They've got two locations, one in the Sasequin section of the north end of New Bedford, one right downtown. Paul and Dixon Insurance online at pd-ins.com. Paul and Daddy, somebody came up to me at CrossFit Dartmouth the other day, and she's like, "I, you know, I never get to hear the answers to the Daily Mind Bender. How do I do that? I'm like, you got to get the Fun 107 app. If you get the Fun 107 app every single morning after we get the right answer, we send out the right answer on to everybody's phones. You don't have to do anything. It'll come right to you. So, for example, today's question was... More than half of adults say this is their favorite memory. And the answer? Their first kiss. Their first kiss. So, obviously, that got us thinking about ours. I remember mine. Do you guys remember yours? Of course. Uh, I do remember my first kiss. What was yours, Gazelle? Oh, I mean, mine Mine goes way back. It was second grade at recess. Second grade? Second grade. That kind of kiss. What are you talking about? Does that qualify as a first kiss? I mean, I lips mean... were locked. What do you want from me? <laughs> second grade. Wow. That was my first kiss. Her name was Becky Roberts. Early bloomer right she here. She was very short, too. Like, even even now, I think she's well, yeah, only, like... Yeah, she was five. <laughs> <laughs> even now, I think she's only, like, like four feet tall. So, <laughs> but, yeah, that's mine. Wow. Mine was, like, not that great. It really? Was, yeah, it was... Well, all right, a first kiss is never good. So, what do you mean by not great? Well, I, have, I don't... I couldn't pick the girl out of a lineup. Oh, oh, that sucks. Yeah, it was just uh, some random girl at Hampton Beach. <laughs> oh, much, yeah. Pretty much it. Hampton Beach? How old were you? I was in high school. Oh, okay. I love Hampton Beach, but it's trashy, man. Yeah, no, pretty, pretty much the same. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let me set the scene for you. I'm 11 years old. 11 years old? I'm in middle school. I'm in sixth grade. Oh, okay. Yeah. Braces going, or no braces? Not yet. I don't have braces yet. I go to the middle school dance with my friends. I meet my quote-unquote boyfriend at the dance. The last song of the night comes on. <laughs> Seriously, was it this song? We're slow dancing. It's getting hot and heavy. Yeah. <laughs> In my mind, I'm going, is this the moment? Is this where I kiss a boy for the first time? We're sweating. We're hitting puberty. We're sweating. <laughs> you know, we lock eyes. We kiss for 0.5 seconds. Yeah. And it was electric. <laughs> we dated for the next two weeks. <laughs> it was magical. So did you like, you told all your friends about it the next day? Everybody saw it. We were all at the dance. That's funny. It's a circle it was around the best. I, I'm so like, it was the best. Like that was the greatest first kiss ever. It was like a movie. <laughs> Song yeah, like, was playing. I think that that scene was in Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah, thousand percent. What was your first kiss? We want to hear about it. 508-994-1071 or send us some audio on the Fun 107 app. Your first kiss. 90 second news update now. Phil Demet. 
A cash reward is being offered for info leading to the arrest of a Fall River murder suspect. 26-year-old Tejon Saxon is wanted in the shooting death of Diamante Odom in 2023. Four people have been indicted in connection with the death. Saxon is wanted on other warrants as well, including drug and weapons charges. An online fundraiser for a Swansea man hurt in a head-on crash last week has raised over $20,000. 20-year-old Tristan Tucker was hospitalized with serious injuries after his car was hit head-on by another car going the wrong way on Swansea Mall Drive. His brother Josh wrote he's doing better but has a long road of recovery ahead. 53-year-old Timothy Couturier faces several charges, including driving under the influence. State lawmakers are considering whether to seek a receivership for Steward Healthcare as it deals with a financial crisis. Haverhill Representative Andy Vargas says key legislators have been meeting daily to monitor developments with Steward Health. Steward runs St. Anne's in Fall River, Morton in Taunton, and several other hospitals statewide. There are growing concerns that Stewart could close hospitals, and the lawmakers want to make sure that does not happen. Stewart treats 200,000 patients in the state each year. Boeing is ordering a one-day quality stand-down today at one of its factories in Washington as concerns over safety mount. The move is just the first of many stand-downs planned at the aircraft maker's factories. It comes after a number of safety incidents, including a panel blowing off a 737 MAX 9 mid-flight earlier this month. That model has been grounded by the FAA until they can all be inspected. The workers at the plant will get together to work on quality issues and come up with concrete plans. And McDonald's trendy new spinoff, Cosmics, is bringing in more traffic than a typical McDonald's. Its first location had twice as much traffic last month in the original fast food chain. Cosmics is a specialty drinks cafe that targets younger customers. The company first unveiled it in December, and the first location is in Bolingbrook, Illinois. Another nine are slated to open this year. It remains to be seen if we'll get any here on the South Coast. In sports, the Boston Bruins lost to the Carolina Hurricanes 3-2. Next up, a game with the Ottawa Senators tonight at 7. And the Boston Celtics are away to play the Miami Heat tonight at 7.30. Traffic and weather next. From the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 101. And you can get the Daily Mindbender just sent right to your phone every single day uh, by having the Fun 107 app on your phone so that you don't have to walk through the day wondering what the answer was. Like, for example, today we had said uh, more than half of adults say this was their favorite memory, and the answer ended up being their first kiss. Does that seem like a lot of people? I think so. Their favorite memory? I know. I don't, I'm not that. That seems that. intense, yeah. A little bit. You know what you didn't mention, uh, Maddie, is what the boy's name was. Cam Miller. Cam Miller. Is Cam married, do you know? I have zero idea. I don't know When's where he is. When's the last time is. you saw Cam? Uh, high school. It was only a two-week fling. That was it. High school, I would say. And we weren't friends in high school. You didn't date in high school, nothing like that? No. 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 I got to ask, who broke up with who? I don't remember. <laughs> we were 11. It was one of those things, we're going out with each other. You don't go anywhere. Nowhere. <laughs> well, it's funny. Yeah, exactly. It's funny because I wasn't allowed to have a boyfriend. Yeah. But he was allowed to have a girlfriend. So he would always invite me over and I would have to make sure that like other girls were there too. And then it's like for Valentine's day, he got me all of these amazing gifts and like, I couldn't get him anything because I'm 11. You need mom's wallet. Right. So I can't be like, ma, I need to go get cam some gifts. Cause she would have been like, you're not allowed to have a boyfriend. So I'm pretty sure I just hugged him. And I was like, thanks. This is your Valentine. <laughs> Poor son of a gun dated her for two weeks, had to do the Valentine's thing. <laughs> <He> <laughs> Talk about it. bad timing. He loved it. <laughs>
Our number is 508-994-1071. What was your first kiss like? You can also send us some audio on the Fun 107 app. Good morning. What was your first kiss like? Yeah, my first kiss, I was 12 years old, and it was a French kiss, and I didn't know how to French kiss. So she ended up telling everybody I didn't know how to kiss. I felt felt like crap. What? That's so mean. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he didn't know how to kiss. I'd never French kissed before. I didn't know how to... uh, And she ended up telling all my friends, oh, he don't know how to kiss. Wow, that's messed up. the worst kiss ever. Did you ever redeem yourself? No, then I ended up saying that she was too skinny for me. Oh, okay. She said that, then I said something bad about her. Wow, this went downhill real fast. Yeah, that was my first kiss. Do you remember her name? Uh, Debbie Pacheco. Debbie. Oh, Debbie Pacheco. So she's walking around out there thinking that you don't know how to kiss still all these years later. Yeah, and telling all her friends, and then my friends are finding out, and they're all laughing at me. This guy has never shook it. Well, it's her loss. That's right. It's her (laughs) loss. Thanks for the call, brother. It was a horrible first kiss. Horrible. (laughs) (laughs) All right, have a good day. Bye-bye. It is 824. 90-second news update. Phil Devitt live in the Chart Oak Tavern newsroom. More than 100 convictions out of New Bedford District Court could be in jeopardy. This due to an alleged relationship between a former district court judge and a prosecutor out of the Bristol County District Attorney's Office. The New Bedford Light reports that the Bristol County DA has been ordered by another judge to turn over records of its investigation into the alleged affair between the prosecutor and Douglas Darnbro. Fall River Police have issued a warrant for the arrest of a suspect in a 2023 murder. 26-year-old Tejon Saxon is wanted in the shooting death of Diamante Odom. A cash reward is being offered for information leading to his arrest. The 20-year-old man injured in a head-on crash in Swansea last week is on the mend, but he has a long road of recovery ahead. This according to Tristan Tucker's brother, who set up an online fundraiser to pay for his care. That fundraiser has raised over $20,000. Tucker was seriously injured in the crash. A 53-year-old man, meanwhile, faces several charges, including driving under the influence. Governor Maura Healey has submitted her state budget proposal for the 2025 fiscal year to the legislature. Healey says the $58 billion package keeps essential state services operating and responds directly to the most urgent challenges. The lack of available shelter space in Massachusetts has led to dozens of migrants sleeping at Logan International Airport. Migrants apparently have been arriving at the airport at all hours and have been sleeping on the floors of a terminal. The state shelter system has been at capacity since November. Airport staff have worked to direct migrants to welcome centers where they're given access to services, resources, and transportation. And Pope Francis is again warning about the dangers of unchecked artificial intelligence. Francis called for worldwide regulation of the emerging technology during his message for the Roman Catholic Church's World Day of Social Communications, which will be held May 12th. He pointed to the dangers of warping reality to promote false narratives, often using fake audio messages to impersonate someone and imprison people in ideological echo chambers. In sports, the Boston Bruins lost to the Carolina Hurricanes 3-2 last night. Next up, a game with the Ottawa Senators tonight at 7. And the Boston Celtics are away to play the Miami Heat tonight at 7.30. Traffic and weather next. From the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. I gotta say, if your car is looking pretty dingy out there, very dirty, maybe even still got some salt on it from the, the last little bits of snow that we had. And, I mean, we gotta do what we have to do. We have to plow the roads and make sure they're safe. But yeah, that salt is going to stick, especially to your undercarriage, and you're going to need to kind of 
you know, make sure that it's taken care of. And not even the the outside, but think about the inside, your boots, your shoes. Every time you walk on the salt, the sand, the gravel, the dirt, the mud, and you walk into your car, yeah, you're going to get your floor mats all dirty. Maybe you don't even have floor mats. Now it's in the, in the rug, in the upholstery, and you don't need that. You don't need that. So get it cleaned. Get a nice detail from Spindle City Auto Glass, okay? They do auto detailing, and they get every nook and cranny from the outside to the inside, and they have three different packages. You can go with the Spindle Spruce. That's kind of like your basic, you know, your, your first level package. The Spindle Shine, take it up a notch. And then my favorite, which is the works, the Spindle Supreme. And it's great for all cars, trucks, SUVs, minivans, station wagons, large SUVs, trucks and vans, even work vans. They do it all. Go to SpindleCityAutoGlass.com, click on Book Now, get yourself an appointment, lined up. Rick and his crew, they know what to do. They'll make sure that they take care of you immediately. All right? So first, go to SpindleCityAutoGlass.com, click Book Now, get yourself a, a nice auto detail service, and then there you go. You're walking away with a brand new car. How's that sound? Fun 107, Michael and Maddie, a rainy morning, and it's 50 degrees. Crazy. Too bad it wasn't sunny. Wouldn't that be great? It'd be nice, yeah, Sunny for sure. and 50 in January, but uh, no, it's uh, 50 right now. Tomorrow, we're going to see some more rain and highs up right around 40. So it's officially official that McCoy Stadium in Pawtucket will be getting demolished, and it's going to become a high school, and it's got Rhode Islanders very divided on this uh, decision because at one point, it looked like... McCoy was going to be saved by a millionaire who was looking to buy it and, and restore it, it. Restore it as a ballpark. As a ballpark, keep it as McCoy Stadium. It just it fell through. Nothing happened. Um, but what, it is. What would the business plan be on that though? Like, I don't know the details on that. I don't. But I, you just got to hope on like another major league team. Again, their miners do, there. It doesn't yeah, make, I don't know. I I really don't know. Um, but it is going to be a high school and. I mean, it sounds like it's going to be a really nice high school, but it comes at the expense of an iconic landmark in Rhode Island. So a lot of people are not really thrilled with this idea. Um, So this school, it's going to be a unified high school scheduled to be completed in September of 2028. It will house approximately 2,200 students. Wow, big. And it's in line with Rhode Island Department's uh, newer and fewer school building commitment. So it's going to have a high demand career and technical education programs. It's also going to be one of Rhode Island's green schoolhouses. So that means it's in line with the Act on Climate Law and the Green Building Act, ensuring that the projects conserve natural resources. They consume less energy, easier to maintain. Uh, provide an enhanced school facility. This is going to be a gorgeous school, and Rhode Island could use a few new updated schools, seeing how um, Pawtucket has a lot of older schools. Um, But, man, people have a serious attachment to McCoy Stadium. Um, But they're attached to the memory of what happened there. Of course. They're they're attached to the nostalgia. They're attached to growing up there. Uh, We asked how people felt about the new school. And it really is divided. A lot of people saying, you know, they desperately need a new school in that city. 
Um, but a lot of people chiming in saying, I'm so upset. I had the best memories there. Yeah. Um, this is where I grew up. It's like my childhood is being demolished. Uh, breaks my heart. Yeah. So a lot of people just really upset over a nostalgic landmark disappearing. And you know me, I'm Mr. Nostalgia. I really am. And I feel anybody who feels that pain. But the reality is what it is now is nothing. It's, it's just falling apart. Well, I think for me, I'm just frustrated because it would have been amazing to just revamp the stadium instead of sending them to Worcester to become the Woo Sox. Right. So that was like the big one. Like, why not have, I think that's what it was. The millionaire was going to restore it and it was going to be good. hundred percent. That would have been great. I think that's what it was. Yeah. And then you have the Ames building, literally like a few miles down the block that is just rotting. It's just been there. Like, why not take that down and put the school there? Like, so there was, I feel like there was options and I feel like a lot of Rhode Islanders feel that way too. It's like, this could have been avoided. We still could have the Paw Sox. We could still have. Totally blown. No, they mishandled that Ugh. six ways to Sunday. Ugh. They blew it. It's just, yeah, it's just so unfortunate. So that's, but, that's really the thing. But the, So now you're dealing with the consequences of that mistake, that huge right. mistake. And there's no right answer. Right. You know what I, mean? I mean, the winners here are the students of Pawtucket. This is going to be a gorgeous school. And education will improve, which is always a good thing. But, you know, the adults of Rhode Island are a little bummed. Yeah, and they, rightfully so. I mean, yeah. it's 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 sad to see something like that go because it was so beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. that field was manicured, man. Oh, it was. I have such fun. I threw out the first pitch a couple times. They had the great hot dogs. How'd you do? I did great. Really? Right over the plate, baby. It's not it's not easy to throw at the first pitch. I know. I was and I was in a mascot suit. Really? So what's up, Michael? <laughs> it's called Yes And. Big thank you to Mrs. Gazelle, who just uh dropped off a bunch of those leftovers from last night at David's. I promised you. These empanadas are ridiculous. What, I can never say it. Pastelitos? I think that's how you say it. Like yeah, I, I don't know. know. They, I, listen, they they look like empanadas. They taste like empanadas. But I guess they're pastelitos and they're filled with beef and they're amazing. That was nice of your wife to drop these off. Well, Take time out of her day and drop these off. I, Thank you, wifey. <laughs> I forgot them this morning, but I was sitting there. Maddie said that was wife's vibe. Wife vibes. Wife vibes. Wife yeah. vibes. Girlfriends oh. don't drop off food. Yeah. Wives do though. Yeah. No. I I I hit lottery. Uh, you know what? Sometimes hitting lottery in life is not all about money, and that's the. That's all I'm going to say about that. So, story out this morning. This is surprising to me. I don't get this, but ring. You know, like the ring doorbells? Yes. I hate them. Ring. You hate them? Yeah, I, I just think they're terrible quality. You've got one, right? Yeah, I don't. I've got one. Ring is going to, they've announced now they're going to stop allowing police to request doorbell camera footage from people who have the ring. That's big. Now, that doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. I don't get that at all. Whose side are you on? Yeah. Huh. So basically, I guess the reason is they say it's a privacy issue. There are people who are advocates for privacy, and they have been lobbying to have Ring stop providing stuff to the... Having having Ring... um, Allowing police to ask you. They won't even let them ask you anymore. 
I don't get that at all. So what if the owner willingly gives? And that's fine. Okay. All that's right. That's fine. But they, the police can no longer request it through what they're... Uh, the request for assistance tool, which is on there. Now, hmm. before this went into effect, is it in effect yet? Uh, I think it's, it's a new policy. I don't know if it started yet. It, it actually it starts this week. It was um, police were allowed to get it without any they, permission. They were allowed to send a, like a request for assistance. They're saying, you know, they'll say, hey, we've had, we've had stories like that before mm -hmm. here that, you know, hey, they're looking for anybody who might have. I mean, sometimes it's even like a for missing child or mm -hmm. a missing like a. Like a what they call that, like a silver alert or whatever, like yeah. an older person, they'll ask people for their ring footage. But uh, apparently, uh, there's a group of people that are against this. They sound pretty guilty to me <laughs> because they say it, it's a violation of people's privacy. Which to me, I'm like. Those ring cameras are outdoors. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what a guilty person says. Yeah. What privacy do you expect when you're out in public? Yeah. I don't I just don't understand. Well, is it privacy of the ring owner where they don't feel like they need to share what they see or is it the privacy of the person being filmed? The person being filmed. Okay. Yeah. So then how is Ring even a company? Because that's all it does is film. Because the that is meant for the owner of the ring, not for the police to ask you for that. Hmm. That's but a tough I, one to me. Again, I go back to like, whose side are we on here, guys? <laughs> um, this uh, the person who who is uh, it's called the Electronic Frontier Foundation uh, has says now that's ring kind of a dope name. Ring hopefully will altogether be out of the business of platforming casual and warrantless police requests for footage to its users. I wonder if there was an instance where it, they felt the police abused it. There was, an, there was an incident, but it was Ring's fault because their employees, without uh, permission, would uh, go and take the video. Oh, that's messed up. Totally messed up. Okay. And so there was a big issue with that, that they, they, they got sued for millions for that. That makes sense now. Why were they taking, because they were funny or? Probably. Yeah. They just were yeah. misusing that. Right, so right. They're probably a little sensitive to that now and they're just shutting it all down, but. That's what it was. Now now my brain is is working. The police in the in the past could bypass the, the owner's ring camera and take them and go, the and, and go no. right to the company no yes way. they could well, they could call ring and say we are requesting this we need this yeah footage. and i don't think ring is supposed to be doing that yeah well no. now, now but now this EFF is eff is in play <laughs> so fun what else